All right, Colin, I want you to listen here, okay? Okay. Listen to the sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You recognize that? Is that what you did? Oh, I think I think I hear some clap back there. I think are we cracking open a cold one here to party <laughs> with the GD guys? Cracking open a cold one with the boys. Pouring one out for the GD guys for the for the boys here. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. <laughs> we finally have made it. Welcome to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. People said it couldn't be done. People said we wouldn't make it. They'd say they said we'd burn out years ago. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Just last week we're they still were breathing. saying, yeah, that they they just yeah. they said we gave up. We gave up, and, and we didn't give up for a second, folks. We're here to talk about Father of All Motherfuckers, Green Day's latest album that came out just this month. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, of course, this is redundant. The totally original Green Day podcast, the podcast dedicated to counting down and going all the way through the Green Day discography, learning everything we can about the GD guys that we do love so very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been your shepherd along the way, Chris Brady Denton, Green Day fan, Green Day fanatic, mm-hmm. uh, gr- Green Green Day guy, and uh, accompanying me. Uh, with all these sheep that are the Green mm-hmm. Day albums, mm-hmm. is my co-shepherd, Colin Brady. Yeah, howdy, howdy, howdy. I must say my my shepherd's crook is is much crookier than than Chris's here. Uh, That's right. Well, sometimes you're you're such a good shepherd, you actually fall asleep outside, right? And have I to do. Break into your window I've, I've and, been yes. <laughs> I've been known. I've been known to to follow that. Yeah, once once or twice. You uh, remember the classic Halloween story of uh, of a drunk Colin. <laughs> there's a few. Um, there's yeah, a few we, stories real similar. That's, to that's that. a story Billy Joe. Billy Joe would like himself. I'd say. I think he would. Yeah. That's. Oh man, that makes me appreciate that night. You, you saying that? Amen, brother. Well, with that said, <laughs> we've got a lot to get <laughs> into. We've got some. Of course, this is uh, a classic episode. Not the last episode, but but kind of the peak of what we've been building up to. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we're not going away. There's more content to be mined out of the GD guys, but like. But this is it, right? This, this is, is what climax. we've been building to. Yeah, this is definitely the climax. Yeah. yeah. It's the climax. Mm-hmm. And, and and we've got Green Day news. We've got the new album to talk about. We've got our own personal opinions. There's there's a lot of, there's a lot writing on this, I think. I know. It's a lot of and, pressure. And I'm, I'm actually, me out. I'm really glad we waited a few weeks mm-hmm. to let the dust settle a yeah. little bit. Yeah. You don't want to just but, be hopping on some random bandwagon. You know, you saw some review about the album and, you know, just going to copy it. Oh, yeah. Say. You'd rather read a bunch of reviews and copy a few things from each review. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We want we want to be nuanced, right? We want to uh, gather, kind of take, take a read of the room, a read of the fandom, which has, mm-hmm. with this album, been particularly... Uh, diverse, I would yeah, say. Yeah, and divisive, I would say. I've heard some drastically differing opinions on it so far. Me too. D- yeah. Device, diversive, <laughs> other D words, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. D- damning. Damning. But before before we get into all of that, my sweet Colin. Yeah. Longtime listeners will know that uh, we are not only co-hosts, but we are cousins. That's and, true, that's true. Uh, even Even longer timer listeners will know that even though it sounds like we're recording from the same professional podcast studio mm-hmm. on top of Amoeba Records broadcasting live to you now, we're actually not even in the same room. We're not even in the same city. 
Colin Brady, you're up there in Seattle. How are things in Seattle? Oh, that's so sweet of you to uh, ask there, Chris. I actually have one one pretty fucking wild story for y'all. Um, oh boy! Yeah, let's, let's I mean, as as longtime listeners will know, I go ski. Well, I lately have been going skiing quite a bit, and uh, mm-hmm. so of course, as I, as I'm want to do, I, I went this last weekend, and um, I'll tell you what I I fell from a great height at a certain point. And ended Ooh. up uh, dislocating. Wait, wait, can I ask how high you're skiing? Yeah, right? You're skiing yeah. on a mountain. Yeah, yeah, you end yeah. up falling. Mm-hmm. How high is a great height? Uh, well, it always depends on the snow quality too. Um, so the snow was was there was some fresh snow that day, but not a whole lot, like maybe a couple inches. And I fell from probably, I would say, fifteen feet, maybe. Oh wow! And, fe- and maybe fell isn't the right word. Like wow. I was, in- I was intentionally Colin, jumping, you know, and I was, I was planning to land oh. it. And uh, and don't get me wrong, I landed it. However, while whilst landing, I uh, all right, Tony Hawk over put here put a little uh-huh. too much force onto the landing. Landed all on my rear foot and um, dislocated my right hip. Oh what? It was Oh no. It was horrific. Let me tell you what. This was the most pain I've ever been in my life. Oh my god. They literally took me down the mountain in a toboggan. Then no. then Wait, they so gave me so a bunch of people had to come up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ski patrol came up. Oh. They took me down in a toboggan. Then they literally proceeded to give me like 300 milligrams of fentanyl, which apparently is quite a bit. And Holy fuck, that's like that's like what Michael Jackson died on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Used to go to sleep exactly. And shit. Oh my god! And by the way, this whole time I'm in a lot of pain, but I'm also I'm chilling tough with the ski patrol guys, and they are super cool. I gotta say, like if you guys ever have a chance to hang with ski patrol, do it. They are the coolest people. Yeah, uh, um, break your own leg. Yeah, just worth take it. a take a risky jump. Worth it. Worst case, you hang out with these cool guys. They right? they invited me back for uh, for spring tryouts for ski patrol, so I, I'll I'll be there hopefully. Assum- oh, assuming really cool. I can recover by then. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So then it was a long, probably two-hour ride to the hospital from there, and all oh in all, God, all Colin. in all, ended up spending about five hours in incredible pain. But uh, Jesus, the fact- did the fentanyl help? Yeah, it did. And then in the ambulance, in the ambulance, it. oh my God, they gave me ketamine. And by the time I got to what the hospital, the dude, I was tripping balls. It was crazy. I was could not feel my body at all. You know. It was insane. Shit. So you can't feel the pain anymore. No, at that point? no. Well, you can't feel anything. Like you literally can't feel your <laughs> body. Again, anything. you literally cannot feel your body. I kid you oh, not. Oh no. Yeah. Colin. So uh Jeez. Did your friends come with you? Yeah. Like, oh you my there? god. My friends are yeah. so sweet. Yeah. I, I can't even make a joke about this. They were they were definitely there for me the whole time. And they're they're very sweet. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um so anyway, th- thanks to your friends and thanks to the ski patrol. Exactly, seriously, the yeah. real heroes and the EMTs. Like honestly, I I made a lot of people's days harder than they needed to be, and I feel kind of bad about it. But um, all in all, I came out, you know, reasonably well. Like I'm only limping a good amount, but nothing else is too fucked up. I'm already off crutches, so. Uh, oh my god! So so did they did they pop it back in? How does they that work? Popped it back, yeah. So they apparently it's so painful that they just sedate people for that. So they just sedated me. Oh my I, god. I was out, and they did it. And some of my friends were outside the room, and they said they heard a. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. So, but apparently and that was I, when the doctor. What? That was when the doctor cracked you back in. Yeah, yeah, supposedly. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so, but I mean, at the end of the day, I came out of this like a, a fucking hero, you know? People sometimes take, you know, t- two to three months to heal from this. 
it, the the guy told me afterwards I probably got you know two to four weeks. So I got very lucky all yeah, in all, man. actually. No kidding. Yeah. Anyway, so that didn't what? that didn't turn you off of skiing though. No, I'm so excited to get back out there. I'm going to be back for spring trials. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I might I might be send, I might be sending it a little bit less than I previously have, but. But yeah. Yeah, next time take the jump from like 10 feet. Yeah, okay. no. I mean, I know the mistake I made, but it was yeah, it was silly. It was silly. I landed on a different jump basically. It was like the angle at which I landed was really the problem. Um And that's how you know you're a science boy. <laughs> you, you work in a lab, you're like, "Oh, actually it was the angle. I know exactly what it was. The angle <laughs> and the pressure mixed with the velocity of my fall." That's and, exactly right, Chris. Why are you not working in a lab? Yeah, well, I no, I would just because you know why? Because I do that once, I'd be like, okay, well, that's it. Skiing's a jerk. I'm not. I'm not skiing anymore. <laughs> that skiing was mean. Uh, but damn, dude. Well, I'm glad you're all right. I had no idea. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm quite all right. I'm. I'm very happy to be all right. Um, Shit. No yeah, kidding. Yeah. Of course, it'll it'll throw a damper on things for a couple of weeks, but that's that's all good. You know, could be much worse. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> did not did not mean to take the stage from you for so long there, Chris. Um, no, still, it's your, it's, you 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 jumped, you jumped, you jumped, leap of faith. Leap that was of amazing, faith. man. Leap of faith. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Chris, <laughs> what's going on down in down in L.A.? I mean, my story sounds pretty wimpy now. Well, I'm excited. Everything I wanted to talk about was <laughs> finally. It was really lame. Finally, it was really lame. You're the lame one. Yeah, I guess. The, <laughs> I guess the tables have really turned here. I'll be the boring one uh, this week, but it, you know, and that's how you know this is our climax. Like we've really come full circle. Uh, but no, yeah, the I reason this as, out, I think is yeah. the the student has become the master, as it would seem. But uh, I, I, we couldn't do the father of all episode last week. I, I remember telling everyone because I was shooting this short film. Right. Um, yeah. And, and and that was a, a real experience, a ton of work. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! Uh, but so much fun. The footage looks really good, and and maybe similar to you, I'm just I was so not because of the pain I was in, but I was so touched and uh, moved by all my amazing friends who came in and helped. They were my cast. They were my crew. They're the like you know professionals working in the field of of cinema and lighting and everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, giving me their time uh, so to, to make my stupid project I wrote. And, <laughs> oh my gosh! I was yeah, so so touched and, and so happy about all that. But I, the the pain that I was in, I thought I was gonna be the one who was in pain this week because <laughs> I did a, I in this film I was acting in it as well. I had to do a stunt fall where like I fell back on pads, you know, and mm-hmm. I fall off camera yeah, so you yeah, can't yeah, see yeah. the pads, but I really have to hurl my body and like just just back throw my back you know just from standing position jump and just fall backwards which is so unnatural right yeah and it's terrifying everything in your your body screams don't do this exactly Um, and we didn't have like an inflatable bag or anything like they do in the real movies because we're on such a tight budget so i just had my couch cushions i put trash bags around them so they wouldn't get stained and i and i jumped back on those and we had to do it several times. And it like knocked the wind out of me every time. Oh my God. And it was like That's actually pretty horrible. Yeah. Like the footage looks great. So I'm really happy. But I am like my neck and my back are just spasming. Or I'm just like I, I could barely get out of bed today. And again, it's not You're an old like, man. Again, th- this to me was a good story until I heard about you going through the most pain <laughs> that anyone's ever gone through. <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. never mind. It, yeah, I mean, it doesn't no, no, happen no. every weekend, obviously. So it, I think know, we're we're both going to be okay. Yeah, but, I think um, so. That was my big stunt. That was we both took a fall. Didn't we, we both took a fall. Yeah, they're they're yeah. Com- comparable <laughs> comparable intensities. I would say. Yeah, we took a fall doing yeah. something we love, exactly. and that's just what you that's you so got to do sometimes, right? That's so sweet. Yeah. Leap of faith, man. And uh, <laughs> speaking of leaps of faith. Buddy, I think we should get into uh, some of this Green Day news. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Let's do that. There's a right. lot of this this uh, sticky, icky shit, as they say. This is this is our GDN, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, I'll let you lead, Colin. You, I think you saw some of this this first stuff here. Um, of course, this is uh, news pertaining to the new album, Father of All. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah, this first one we got here is. There's a few interviews up in here, but this first one is a, a YouTube video of uh, the trio getting interviewed by iHeartRadio, um, some rando guy. I don't know what his name is. Who cares? But, oh, that's right. I, I saw this. Yeah. 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 And it's it's okay. Honestly, I'll, it seems like they're kind of just trying not to talk much, and it almost made me wonder if there's still like some animosity between that company and, and Green Day. I don't really know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, but, I have to um, say, speaking of full circle moments, that's a full circle moment for them to mm-hmm. be back at iHeart. I know. I thought it was exact. I think it's kind of strange that they're even allowed back. Anyway. Because, of course, Billy Joe had uh, this, you know, of course, his famous mm-hmm. onstage meltdown at iHeart Radio uh, and kind of derailed their exactly, career, career yeah. for a second. So it's, yeah, very interesting that yeah, they're yeah. being all chummy again. Um, and then the one other, one other bit of info I thought was sort of interesting out of this interview was... Uh, I think Billy said something along the lines of, we wrote like 16 or 17, something like that, something in the teens, number of songs for this album, and then decided to cut it down to 10. And then he like sort of does an aside and he's like, but don't you worry, you guys will hear them all at some point. So I thought that was an interesting little teaser, teaser for some potential new music of some sort. I don't know if that means an EP or B-sides or what, but but I could be pretty excited about that. I mean... yeah, I'd love to hear other songs mm-hmm. that came out of this session. Yeah, that would be very yeah. interesting. I wonder if they'd be yeah. sort of the same vibe or, or if they were trying to narrow this these 10 songs into the same vibe or what. But it, it'd be, yeah, I'd be curious right. to see. And then uh, this, this, this second interview here is with NME, and um, it's very long. I'm, I won't go into detail about it, but uh, I, I, I do think there's quite a bit of in- interesting information on here if any, any of the listeners are, are curious to hear. Uh, but they sort of just talk about their their career from the get go, and uh, you know, becoming really big, going to Woodstock and <laughs> Woodstock '94, I should say. <laughs> yeah, yes, the mud, yes, the mud fight. They're very yeah. infamous mud fight. Of, of yeah, I mean, I think that's a whole feature story. That kind of it's like a career yeah. retrospective. Yeah, and there's a lot of album yeah, there's a lot of thing. sort it's of great. interesting little bits and pieces of, of information there. That um, yeah, I think I think it's worth a good read. Well, I was just going to end with this February 19th oh, business yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, which I didn't even know about, but it's very exciting. I think it's kind of very appropriate that our uh, review is coming out in the month of February, just like the album came out in February. We're kind of wrapping all this up a little bit, is that February 19th was declared Green Day <laughs> Day uh, in Oakland by the mayor of Oakland, which is <laughs> so very exciting. exciting. I, yeah, I can't believe I didn't. Yeah. So happy Green Day Day can't believe, to you. Can't believe we didn't uh, know belated. about it until today or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's a made-up thing. So, but Everything's yeah, a made-up thing. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, but with a happy Green Day Day, let's hop into the facts of the album of the week about, uh, I mean, this is our album of the week. The album of the year. M- Definitely. Maybe? 
father of all motherfuckers. So, guys, this just came out. Ah, of course, it was released on February 7th, as we all know. We mm-hmm. all stayed up till midnight to get yep. get the good stuff. To Danced hear it around first. to it with our headphones on, yeah. That's right. Uh, and it, of course, is through Reprise Records. It was produced by Butch Walker. That's a different Butch than we know, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's uh, it's not the homie I was, I was hoping for and expecting, but that's all right. I'll accept it this time. Were you expecting a Kavayo? Kavayo! I just was really hoping we could say that one more time. Oh, okay. We're going to say it plenty more. Yeah, Rob Cavallo, producer, of course, who's who's done some of their biggest and best albums, I'd say mm-hmm. the majority of their albums, is not back, uh, just like on Revolution Radio. And and this time they brought in not Butch Vig, right? Oh, who that's what you're going for. Right, 21st right, right, Century yeah. Breakdown. They brought in Butch Walker, who is a, a rock guy, but I would say also a super producer in many Yeah, and what, what else ways. has he produced? Okay, basically, if you, if you go on to the, his Wikipedia, okay, so he did Weezer, Ratitude, <laughs> one of their least, least liked albums. What I'm trying to say is if you can, you can keep scrolling and scrolling through the amount of albums that he's produced, and you, it's an enormous category. It's an enormous discography of, of albums that Butch Walker has produced, including some of the more recent Fallout Boy. Okay. Some of the more recent Weezer. Mm-hmm. Um, he did The Struts who Green Day gave a writing credit to uh, for uh, Still Breathing mm-hmm. on Revolution Radio we talked about. Mm-hmm. Count, I mean, countless others. Okay. But yeah. those those are the big yeah. ones I would say where it's uh, Panic at the Disco, for instance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of these were, you would say, modern alternative rock uh, chart toppers, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think Green Day's trying to kind of maybe capture some of that magic that he's given to Panic and to Fall Out Boy to make their careers... Uh, so much longer than they have any business being right. with all these massive hits. Right, right, yeah. So I think that's a that's a very clear indicator of what they were trying to accomplish with this album. I think for sure, is just through their selection of producers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can when we get into the oney ones, we can talk about whether we like the production. But I, yeah, it's an interesting choice for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's not something I really thought about. Like who the producer was is not something I thought about much. So that's interesting. Well, I was hoping, like you, I was hoping for Robbie Cavallo, and then I had to learn about Butch Walker. <laughs> fair enough, instead. fair enough. <laughs> and just uh, just moving on here. Um, so according to, to the one and only Billy Joe, uh, he, he describes this album as the new, and yes, I said that the way he wrote it, the new exclamation point, soul, comma, Motown, comma, glam and manic anthemic, period, punks, comma, freaks and punishers, exclamation point. And then he'd also state the lyrics are about the life and death of the party and the lifestyle and the lifestyle of not giving a fuck. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I hope I did it's that a justice bit much. there. But yeah. No, you certainly did that justice. <laughs> it's a very strangely the, uh, written statement. The punctuation yeah, was necessary. It was, it was confusing to, to understand. me. Um, but it, it, it and, and on top of mm-hmm. that, it is Green Day's shortest album, is it not? Yeah, running at yeah. twenty six minutes and twelve seconds. That is wild. That's one of the shortest albums I've ever heard of anyone's. You know? I was saying that's that's one of the shortest parties I've ever heard. Right, that's the life and <laughs> true, death of the party true. in twenty six yeah. minutes. Doesn't sound that's like a, a short great party. party. Yeah, uh, and then the cover. This is. <laughs> 
the album cover, Colin. I've I've been wanting to talk about this <laughs> so for a long weird. This time, is so buddy. weird, dude. And and on that uh, iHeartRadio interview, Billy Joe oh, talks yeah, about. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought he, this up. He designed the album art, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've seen it. But it is uh, the American Idiot, the classic American Idiot heart hand grenade hand laid down, recolored, and then basically Billy with a crayon scribbling all over. Yeah, yeah. And that's the album. And and they have all these dirty words, father of all motherfuckers written, you know, all scribbly several places. And then because of the swear word, the expletive, they had to cover it with something. So Billy said, all right, I'll draw unicorn. And so that's what that little bullshit uh, unicorn is that doesn't really match the style of the rest of the look. Not that any of the look matches any of the rest of the look, to be no, fair. No, <laughs> I'd say it's, I, it is, this makes Uno, Dos, and Trey look like a, really thought out design choice <laughs> i agree honestly i really hate this album i totally art. agree this and is it, easily my least favorite green day album art um his his i think his whole uh story on the iHeartRadio thing was like it's uh it's i wanted to take american idiot like our greatest accomplishment and like throw that down and then like draw graffiti on top of it <laughs> Right. Yeah, and he and said he said way. it he said at one point in the in that interview too. At first I wanted to call this American Idiot Part 2 just to fuck with everyone. He literally said that. I mean, that's funny. That's a good joke. It's kind of funny, but that. like what if they actually had done it? I'd be like kind of mad. Oh yeah, that wouldn't be cool. I'm glad that didn't end up happening, but like the album that but just to inform the album art, that's a good yeah. to know, right? He was going American that's Idiot Part fair. 2. That's fair, yeah. Let's throw down the American Idiot album art and I'll draw a doodle on top of it. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I know Chris Bilheimer helped with the design, but it was Billy who did the actual artwork. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, let your boy Chris Bilheimer do his shit, you know? Yeah, He's good real. at what he does. He's been good to you guys. He he hooks it up in the al- He's given you some really iconic album art. Yeah. Let him do this. Don't Billy, you're doing the music. You're you know, you don't have to do this. Yeah. You're clearly not an artist. Like this is just trash. It's Jesus. really bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I really hate it. And the whole unicorn's the most punk thing in the world. No. No. Not this <laughs> unicorn. This is a poorly drawn unicorn. You know what I mean? If you if you wanted to hire yeah. a fantasy artist or someone who's like, oh yeah, I'll paint a Renaissance unicorn. And it's I throwing up yeah. rainbow. I mean, if more was, at least. If it was really well done, if that's the thing, it's like this is a bunch of half concepts thrown into one bag. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Commit yeah. to something and do it right. I agree. Let I your agree. boy Chris Bilheimer. Let Bilheimer. Yeah. Do his shit. Anyway. But yeah. I, I, I will say, I do think this feeds into the whole idea of this album, and and we'll probably talk about this more. But I, I get the impression that they're trying so hard with this album to look like they are not trying. You know, mm, that's well put. Um, in almost every sense of the word, that's well put, and, man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we'll we'll get into it more, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, we we've talked about it in the past, of course, of all all past Green Day news, and and the whole purpose of the show. Excuse me. Was looking, uh, you know, listening to singles, building up for Father of All. So you, all, we won't talk about this, but we all know that Father of All was the first single. Then we had Fire Ready mm-hmm. Aim, and then Oh Yeah was released uh, pretty recently. The latest single was Meet Me on the Roof, that was released the day of the album release. Yes. So that's fun. We can with, talk about with that the music video. I think at the moment. Or that's at right. The time, right. That's right. And, yeah. and we can get into that in the one he ones. But mm-hmm. but yeah, and, and I, who knows if there'll be another single? Uh, that's four so far. 
uh we'll see quite a bit yeah 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 i don't know but uh here's Uh, my my next big question uh colin is did you see this poster that i i copied here that's promoting the album that's been all over town um you know i'm just looking at it now and let let me describe it to everybody okay Uh, yeah if you haven't seen it it's been popping up all over online uh pretty much every review this will lead into our critical reception but i'll just get in front of it and say every review that i've seen uh for father of all that has been largely negative has referenced this piece of uh promotion this poster for green day and what it says have they it says uh this is it's a poster for green day father of all and it says in big bold letters underlined no features no swedish songwriters no trap beats a hundred percent pure uncut rock green day father of all out now so everyone literally everyone i see is going okay boomer there's 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 boomer (laughs) vibes all over this (laughs) and it hurts me Uh, it hurts me because i want to disagree but i can't this is is a bad poster it's it's not great but i kind of think it's funny i don't know oh it sucks it sucks especially the swedish songwriters part for one i'm sorry the swiss the swiss are uh really good good songwriters music yeah Yeah. no but it's like it's kind of true that there's just like a crazy number of swedish songwriters who write like all vast yeah they're super producers you're taking a shot at max martin he can write a better song than you can like i'm just oh of course he can i'm just saying it's like uh I mean, I'm talking about Billy. I'm just like, why are you going after no trap beats? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no one was like, worried about that anyway. No one was worried about that, but also like, no one, uh, like, 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 if you're trying to cater to kids, if you want a hit and you want the youth to be into it, don't fucking oh, condescend yeah. them like this. Yeah, that's it's really annoying. And, and you know, I don't listen to trap. I don't love like a but like really bubblegum pop. I'm, you know, so I, I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. with that. I understand what they're trying to do here, but it comes across as just so cringy. I get that. 100% I get that. pure yeah. uncut rock. And here's the truth. Green Day, this is your most uh, electronic experimental album with the rock sound to date. So you should, you have no foot to stand on when you're going like, oh, this is pure rock, no trap beats, no songwriters. <laughs> you, dude, you feature Gary Glitter on fucking Oh Yeah. Like, oh, give me that's a break. Yeah. You're going no, so, no well, features. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. that. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, this is the wrong, this is the absolute wrong album to be having this attitude about. This is your, your th- you are trying for top 40 greatness. So stop acting like you're running away from it. Yeah, yeah, that's And fair. this just that's isolates fair. anyone who would, you know, like a you you do interviews with Billie Eilish. If a Billie Eilish fan saw this, they would roll their eyes. <laughs> true, true. And I don't know if I agree with that or not. You know, but I just know that this is this is doing them no favors. Yeah, we we can get into the the critical reception now. The only reason I really brought that up is I'd say if I'm curious if they didn't release this poster, I, I think that that person behind that the ad agency or whoever did their advertising should be fired for this. They should not work with them again. This was a Jesus. terrible terrible decision i i truly think that's a lot of the critical reception a lot of the reviews Gosh, would be I'm, better i'm shocked to hear this would be better like if I, they had not yeah ma- released this poster i think it is yeah really cringy i don't know i i mean i don't like it but i still just don't think it's that bad and then 
I, I just also have not read anything about it or even seen this poster until just now either. So I don't think it's, I, I just don't really think it's having that big of an effect on most people. You May, know? I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm in LA. I've, I've seen it. Maybe. It's, it's yeah. around. I, I definitely haven't seen it anywhere. I've seen know. it. And it's even this photo here is from LA. And, and oh, okay. I've, I've seen YouTube, like every single YouTube review, even not, you know, maybe not in official publications. I've, I've seen a reference in publications, but every single YouTube review I've seen has pulled up this photo and talked about mm-hmm. it. And it colors okay, the way that enough. they talk about the album. And it's yeah, like, well, yeah, guys, it, it, it's not even about the music. It's about this stupid advertising. But if you just don't I mean, do it. That's such a dumb reason to not like an album. Like, it's, yeah, don't do it because it's stupid. But, like, it also is a terrible reason to decide you don't like an album. I, I agree, poster? but I think it's like, indicative. I think it's indicative of the attitude that Green Day's bringing oh, to the yeah. project, well, and I people I pick up on that. I think we can easily say their attitude is not great. <laughs> don't get me wrong; I'll be the first one to admit that. But well, okay. Well, I, I don't think I don't think necessarily like you. I don't necessarily think you need a good attitude to make a good album. Oh, uh, I, you know, I 100% agree. 100% agree. Yeah. I this is this is just condescending. This is just a little out of touch. Okay, yeah, is all I'm saying. That's, that, that's my yeah. big complaint. I got you. I is, got you. Uh, Definitely. Green Day. It's awesome that you're writing your own songs. It's awesome that you're you're trying to make take rock to the next level. I'm a I'm a fan of all that. I fucking want that. But it's like people being like, "Oh, hip hop's all people bragging about their bitches and guns and blah." It's just like you can't write. You know, that's very condescending. That's not a fair evaluation. Stick to your lane. No one who's listening right. to Green Day is a big Green Day fan is like going. Like, oh, yeah, but all the trap beats, too, right? Like, th- there's not <laughs> a lot of crossover true. there. So just stick in very your lane. True. People don't care. Yeah. Just be like, I this. we made this album. We're very proud of it. It's quite good. Like, it's very catchy. You know, why don't you dance to it? Like, talk about yeah, yourself. But enough. don't say no, yeah. no, no. That's not productive. That's fair. That's totally fair. I get that. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, I've I'm come off a little hard. I, and by the way, I, we'll get into it in a second. But I'm coming off harsher than I mean to. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. But this this critical um, reception here, Colin. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, get into let's that. hear let's hear that. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. At Metacritic, at least they, uh, which as as everyone knows, that's all I really give a fuck about critically. Yeah. Uh, at Metacritic, they assigned a normalized rating out of a hundred. Blah 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 blah. Uh, they got a sixty nine. <laughs> 69 um, <laughs> 69 <laughs> 69 guys and uh, which according to them indicates generally favorable reviews based on 22 reviews um but yeah once you get into the nitty-gritty the specifics of each reviews uh it, it things get a little more strange i would say um so kerrang for example rated the album four out of five stars saying father of all motherfuckers is just another sign of a band who have always done things their way refusing to do what's expected of them and it's a hella mega good time from start to finish hey amen 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 sure yeah and i mean funny enough i i don't know if you read the pitchfork review uh, uh and again i did I, yeah i can't totally remember but it's something along the same lines was it not well again i know i know i've talked about pitchfork before and you know i feel mm-hmm. beholden to them a little bit Here's the thing. I go on. I go on Pitchfork every day. I, I try to keep up, but I, I don't I do love too. them. I think they're you know, Rolling yeah. Stone are cool whores, and you know, Pitchfork's not far off. I'll just say that. That's but, fair. That's fair. But they, you know, they really fancy themselves tastemakers and all that. But but they're yeah. you read the review. I kind of feel review. like they're contrarian, really. 
They really you know, are. That's a that's a good yeah. word for it. But they gave it, yeah. I believe, like a six point seven or f- f- yes, yeah. maybe a five something. But the, when you read the review, it reads really. You're like, oh, well, this is pretty, pretty good, and it yeah. and it doesn't match up with the number they gave it. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anyone watches Fantano, Anthony Fantano on YouTube, his YouTube reviews. Oh yeah, he he Maybe gave it a drop. zero. He gave it oh, one that's of the right. only zeros. He hated this album. Yeah. Which hurt me. It hurt me because he referenced the poster too. And I was like, yeah. damn it, this fucking poster just fodder. Why did they do yeah. this? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> as much as I enjoy watching Fantano, I got to say, I probably disagree, strongly disagree with him more than I even kind of agree with him, which is weird, you know? I just like, I kind of like to... To, to see this other point of view but he's very focused on production value of, of lots of things which i think i'm, I'm less fixated on but, yeah uh, i think he's a charismatic guy but i and I, like I, yeah i enjoy watching him but I'm, I'm with you i disagree often yeah uh but that's just Dude, personal he, taste he, have you seen the my, my beautiful dark twist fantasy review which is he like does he suck its balls or not no he, he does. trashes it. He, he trashes, he trashes it. it that's yeah. right that's right uh, uh yeah I, yeah so so that's cool but i it, it did hurt me for him to give it a zero yeah. and then he gave justin bieber like a four or something i'm like dude go fuck yourself are you kidding me <laughs> this is this is not zero you know what yeah, i mean you cannot ridiculous. like it you can give it a two three four it's not zero that's insane. yeah no that's obviously just not yeah. true so but... that was just i was that was very clickbaity for me i didn't like that he's trying to be he's trying to be provocative Get yeah the people going I yeah. guess the anyway. people going. <laughs> anyway, uh, the sales um, of this album, Colin, mm-hmm. very interesting. I, I I described going to Target when I picked up my physical copy, and I there was only one copy left on the shelf, right. and I got it, and I was like, oh wow, the the people really came out for Green Day. The fans are buying the physical copies, um, I, and so I, and I was really hoping between the release and the the new single. They could get to number one, and uh, Father of All Motherfuckers debuted at number four on the Billboard mm. 200, unfortunately. So top, top 10, it's great, but number four, uh, that was 48,000 album equivalent units, including 42,000 pure album sales. Hmm. So again, you, you know, we were talking about during the trilogy, they weren't pulling 100,000, and that was a disappointment, Right. These numbers are even lower than that. But I would say 42,000 pure album sales is still very impressive in this day and age. In this day and age, yeah, Yeah. that's true. Um, And it is Green Day's 11th U.S. top 10 album. So, you know, that's that's really impressive. That's Wow, that's impressive. It is impressive (laughs) that they, you know, it's not number one. I wish it'd be number one. You know, it's certainly not going to go back up to number one. But to to be the top ten, you know, at this stage in their career, it still is really cool. Yeah. And with that, with that, my dear boy, shall we? Shall we indulge? Shall we? Let's hop in. Let's dive in. This is the one by ones of Father of All, motherfuckers. And uh, we'll kick it off here with Father of All. Dot, dot, dot. Ellipsies. I woke up to a message of love. Shouting out 
And uh, I think most of our listeners have probably already heard this song, and we've we've discussed it before. Um, yes, this, this is was the, the first and the lead, lead single. single. That's right. Yeah. Um, released on September 10th, 2019, of course. And uh, Billy Joe stated this song is about, and I quote, making people feel bad. And he added, rock and roll sometimes has become so tame because a lot of rock acts are always trying to look for the feel-good song of the year or something. I mean, that's interesting yeah. considering the rest of the album. Yeah, yeah. But because I feel like, like he's, I feel like he's trying for. to make some of the feel-good songs a little bit. They are, yeah. But I, I will say this song has really grown on me since its release. I, I liked it okay at the beginning. I, I like it mm-hmm. a lot now. I actually I listen wow. to the song while I jog. It gets me pumped up. I actually really like wow. this song. Uh-huh. We've talked about Billy doing the falsetto as well. Uh, right, yeah. And, and th- that's similarly grown on me where I didn't hate it, and now I actually think it's cool. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think, Colin? I, I mean, I, I'm in the same boat. I, in that it's grown on me. Um, but I started from a place of really disliking the song, honestly. Mm, I think a lot of people. And did. now, and now I'm kind of at a like I can deal with it type place, you know. Like if I'm listening to the album, like I'll listen to it, but I'm not gonna really enjoy it, to be honest. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's just nothing nothing in it really hits me in any particularly good way, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's okay. Well, I'll say I love I love the little uh, Mike's miniature little bass solo. And, oh, yeah. Uh, There's a lot and, of good and, bass licks And the, in the this little so, the sparring guitars between Billy and Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think the, the, the beat is great. The kind of that Motown fast beat. I think Trey's killing it on this song. He's going so fast. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm into it. I think I think their musicianship is on display, even though they're trying something new. Yeah. When the chorus yeah. kicks in, like I, I think what's so satisfying about the falsetto is he he's trying it. It's fine, but it, it makes it that much more satisfactory when he goes back to his full rumble That's on the true. chorus. That That's just thing kicks your ass. Yeah, uh, I kind of get that. Yeah, I, I am into it. I've mentioned before that the riff, uh, the throughout, but that that opening riff is the same as fuck time, but just sped up. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that'll be a running theme throughout this album. <laughs> yeah, I definitely noticed songs sounding very similar to something I've heard, but I couldn't figure out what. But but I'm 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 down. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. And uh I think we said here the music video, which we talked about. It, I guess it pays homage to the Guitar Man portion of the opening number from Elvis Presley's '68 comeback special, where uh, his band performed in front of dancers in a red background, mm-hmm. uh, while footage of people doing various movements intervene. And that is, of course, the the exact video of Father of All with Green Day, but updated for our modern times, where the mm-hmm. footage being intercut is a lot more. Uh, dramatic and dire of kind of a lot of the, the 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 stresses and sad events that are going on in this world right now yeah yeah so i i appreciate that they're paying homage to the king but also kind of making it their own so that's cool yeah not the I, first I time that. they've done that yeah <laughs> true it seems like that's almost half their songs in the recent past but anyway shelly should we mosey on over here uh, we better, you know, because uh, if you're yeah. taking aim at Elvis, you better be ready to fire ready aim. 
uh, <laughs> to this next single. That wasn't very good, but uh, uh, it was fine. It was fine. We've already talked about this song. Of course, this is Fire Ready Aim, the second single and second song. Yeah, this was a promotional singer for the uh, NHL. Of all That's right. Things. It yeah, was very random. We but... talked about that, and, and this, of course, yeah. kind of led to them playing at the NHL halftime super show or whatever the fuck. Right, right. Oh, the one where they cursed a lot, right? The one where they cursed a lot, where they dropped some F-bombs. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and it's now, I guess, being played at a lot of the games and the stadiums and stuff. And it, it feels ready-made for that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's it like does. a little short snippet just to get you stoked uh, in the yeah, stadium. Yeah, super fast, super short, for sure. Yeah, a lot of hand claps. And Lots of hand claps. I do album. like the claps. I will say, I like the claps. Um, and the drums on this song. But oh, past that, I'm, I'm still not a big fan of this. Uh, I love the piano on out. the chorus. There's them hitting the... They have a lot of that in this album. Oh, just hitting, is there? Oh, yeah, and they're just hitting the piano oh. chords. I think that's really good. Um, oh yeah, I didn't notice that. I hear yeah. that, huh? Okay, that's kind of interesting. And and according to Genius Lyrics, uh, uh, the song is about, or they say, how many trolls does it take to screw in a light bulb? The answer is fire ready aim. A new tune for the loons. This song is about our daily outrage, attack without thought, hyperbole. Anyway, stick a hammer in your mouth, shut up and dance. Which is one of the lyrics, of course, is stick a hammer in your mouth, you're a liar. Oh yeah. So kind of right. like knock your own teeth out, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. So I, I actually I enjoy the song too. I like this song. I'll, I'll just say it. Good. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That is our third track here, as well as the third single. Um. Can, can I can I just pitch something to you real fast? Please, please. No, you know what? I'm gonna do it in a second. Never mind. Let's do. I'm gonna do it after this. Let, yeah, okay. Oh, here's Ogie. Here's Ogie. Yeah. And uh, we've again we've already discussed this one a bit uh, in earlier weeks, um, but I will reiterate. I do like this song, and I liked it immediately. Um, I don't know what it is exactly about this song, but it's just, it's got a great rhythm, you know? I don't know, I don't know what, what to say. I, I, I do. <laughs> Please. I know what to say. Um, well, the, the, I, yeah, we talked about, oh yeah, I think I came out really strong for this song. I really liked it when I first heard it. Yeah. I really liked the video. I really like the Everybody's a Star. I think it's a fun, sarcastic kind of song about the social media age and everyone feeling very self-entitled to their, uh, not only their opinion, but their like exposure, their their right to become a celebrity or something like right. that. Right, right, Which right, is yeah. crazy. Everybody is a star. Everybody has a scar. Isn't it funny how we're running out of hope? You know, isn't it funny that how in this age that everyone's a star and yet we're all running out of hope. We're all fucked. Yeah. Like, isn't that interesting? Yeah. And and yeah. so and and even the verse lyrics, I think, have a lot to say politically about school shootings, about uh, just kind of our political mindset right now. 
So I really appreciate all that stuff. But the thing that I wasn't aware of when we first started talking about the song, and I've learned since, mm-hmm. is that this song is a sample. And the, the main refrain, the main chorus in the progression is of, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's all from a Gary Glitter song. And the, the sample that they're using, which is includes the guitar, the main guitar progression leading up to the oh yeahs, is the Joan Jett cover of Do You Want to Touch Me, the song by, by Gary Glitter. The sample mm-hmm. they're using is Joan Jett's uh, off of her Blackheart labels right label so that's fine uh, but the the thing that i didn't know about is that gary glitter is a is in jail currently for mm-hmm. being a disgusting sexual pervert yeah and quote it, unquote it, a total asshole according to billy right according to billy yeah 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 yes right he says a total asshole and I don't know. I, I guess I feel weird that I didn't realize how much. Like, oh, if, did you listen to the original Gary Glitter version of "Do You Want to Touch Me"? No, no, I don't really want to. Honestly, it's a, it's a disturb. The, the one I found online is them performing it live, like on a television show, uh-huh. and they're all in like the it's seventies, and they're all in like their skin tight jumpsuits, like velvet jumpsuits, right, or whatever. Uh huh. And, yeah. and and it, and they're all thrusting towards the audience, and it's very sexual. Oh, they and are. The song's called "Do You Want to Touch Me." Oh. And the chorus they didn't change green day didn't change anything it's just oh yeah oh yeah that whole thing is is just Ugh. as it is in the gary glitter version so Ugh. i didn't realize that whole part of it I as, guess. as i listened to more to oh yeah the green day song i i would go oh you know what i really wish they'd just written i think everybody is a star is a great little hook a little pre-chorus yeah and i wish they'd written a real hook for it because just yeah. because not only is oh yeah kind of lazy and boring, then you realize yeah. it's not even theirs. This is the exact carbon copy of the Gary Glitter version and the Joan Jett version. Obviously, That's it's super not true. Gary Glitter, yeah, but it's mm-hmm. not original at all. So this kind of the idea that even on that poster I was complaining about, where they say like no features, it's like well, oh, I yeah. guess that's, that's true, right. but you actually this is the first this is the first time officially that green day is listing a sample in one of their songs so i'm like why are you bragging about no features like yeah except someone wrote a sexual pervert wrote one of your hooks yeah Uh, and and that's also the hook kind of sucks like why not if you if you want to sample the chord progression you know that joan jett did that's cool and then you write stuff on top of it yeah yeah i feel that's fine so i really love the verse and the pre-chorus to this song and I think the lyrics are really thought-provoking and catchy and fun. But when it gets to the oh yeahs, I'm just kind of troubled now. I just kind of think only about, uh, you know, this dis- just this disgusting guy and that he's getting yeah. money every time the song is played. That's that's totally fair. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know all the specifics about it. I just knew that they were basically pulling from the Joan Jett version and that's kind of how I I guess I, I uh, what's the word I uh, accepted it internally or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, rationalized it that's the word that's the way I rationalized it I think um, but I also have not seen or heard any of the Gary Glitter you know the song or the video oh you gotta he's great um, but I think if, <laughs> yeah based on the way you described that video I think I'd be pretty disgusted wouldn't, that, wouldn't, oh, this, wouldn't this be a weird oh, time God. to get into Gary Glitter? 
You're like, oh, he sucks, but the music is great. <laughs> oh, jeez. be bad. I don't care. There's too much good music out there. I can focus on something okay, else. Okay, thank you for saying that. That's my whole point. Because Green Day have said that they're donating all the funds from this song. Oh, yeah. That's a good thing to To, to, to International well. yeah. Justice Mission and Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. So, so it's not like they're taking the money for their own personal gain from this song of a sexual deviant. That's... You know, I can appreciate that they're doing the right thing there, but but just to your point, what you just said is like there's too much good music out there. I go like, okay, well then sample someone who's not a sexual predator. You true. know, yeah, super true. Because it's not like this hook of oh yeah is so original <laughs> that you couldn't come up with something yourself. Yeah, definitely. That, that's what's definitely. upsetting to me, I guess. Yeah, no, I get that one hundred percent. Yeah. So I um, like the well, song, but I just wish I I, I know I could, we could like it so much more without all this yeah, baggage. Yeah, I feel like there is there's a several Green Day songs, at least in the the last few albums we've been reviewing, where they're kind of ruined by the story behind them. Um, but anyway, no need to to dig up past yeah, whatever salt and old <laughs> wounds. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and Billy said about this song, it's sort of about being freaked out about the polarization that we live in right now, whether it's kids getting shot in schools or the closest thing that America has ever seen to fascism. Fascism, mm-hmm. pardon me. Yeah, so, so again, I'm down with all that. That's great. And I love Green Day being a little more political, uh, speaking out about the issues of the day. Uh, I'm all for it. And I think it's a catchy, catchy song. Again, my favorite parts are the verses in that pre-chorus. Uh, mm-hmm. that could almost be the whole song if we just cut the oh yes i totally get that yeah that's definitely the catchiest part wants to be a star star yeah, yeah. that's awesome uh, yeah. <laughs> interestingly enough the song was originally titled bulletproof backpack which is of course also one good of the name. lyrics yeah yeah and and very pointed and i guess they retitled it because they wanted to more closely associate it with do you want to touch me and I think that was really just to almost acknowledge, like, hey, we know we sampled it, like, to get on ahead of it, right? Maybe. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either, but I can't, that's the only thing I can imagine, that, that why they want yeah. to more closely associate it with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, should we should we move on to, to Brighter Pastures now? Let, let's move on to Brighter Pastures, my buddy. Uh, greener, greener Pastures, that's what it is. Well, there, it's you know what, Whatever. Greener... It might not be green, but it they're sure probably is bright. Greener be- they're probably greener because it's brighter. You That's know? right. The sun nurtures yeah. the green. And exactly. uh, we can find all of that on my uh, rooftop garden. Why don't you meet me on the roof? Aww. <laughs> this, of course, is track four, the single that was released alongside the album, Meet Me on the Roof. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This is the best song on the album, like, without question. It is so catchy. Damn. It's, I, yeah, I, I don't even. I like it a lot. I do like it a lot. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this song is, uh, let's see, what's it about? Oh, it's about a guy... Well, I guess you could see this if you if you watch the music video too, um, which, by the way, is is featuring uh, what's his face from Stranger Things, the the uh, lisp guy, the the, the, the guy what? with the, the he's got the lisp, or he's got and, the and those curly curly hair. Apparently, yeah. his name is is 
Gaden Ga- Ga- Mater- okay oh, is it Gaden or Gaden Matarazzo? I don't know. I was gonna say Gaden and then Matarazzo. 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 Um. Anyway, Matarazzo. Uh, and it's featuring featuring what's his face, and it's a uh, it's about this guy who's just super into this this girl he he thinks is never gonna even notice him basically, yeah. And and at least in the music video, he starts putting up posters around the school and all this stuff that says "Meet me on the roof." There's a Green Day concert basically, and uh, by the end of the track, he and the beautiful girl and all their friends and Green Day are on the roof. And he does a, a pretty sick motorcycle jump. Yes, it's like an old, like an Evil Knievel type uh, yeah. stunt, which is cool. Yeah, sort of a random video, but I enjoyed it actually. Yeah, oh, I enjoyed it too, and, and I enjoyed uh, all the guys in costumes. And again, I like them having more fun in these videos, uh, like yeah. they used to, which is great. But yeah. uh, the the song itself, I actually really, really enjoy. It's super catchy. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean, I mean, it's just a very satisfying single. It's it's not groundbreaking, but it's just fun as all hell. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the the some of the lines that I really enjoy are uh, sleeping with a pillow, waking up and spit. I'm taking drowning lessons, which I think is a great little little triplet there. Um, and it also mm. made me think of MCR. I don't know if you remember their song "Drowning Lessons," which is mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Is that is that on their first album? I believe it is. Yes, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that oh. is a great song. I kind yeah. of forgot about it. But so yeah, but I really, I'm really, yeah, I enjoy this song. I, I've heard people say about this album overall, and I think it you can really feel it in this song. It's like this is Foxborough Hot Tubs. Why didn't yes, they just totally. re- if they wanted to go this direction? Why didn't they just release a Foxborough Hot Tubs album? Oh man, I'd be so stoked about that. And, and I think under that context, I think people would have been a lot more forgiving. I think you so know? too. Yeah. Yeah. None the no matter what it's called though, I think this is a fantastically catchy song. It is. I mean, yeah. it's got a lot of millennial whoop. It's really trying to capitalize on a lot of uh, you know, kind of trends. I I think like Bruno Mars especially kind of br- updating these 50s and 60s rock standards. Um mm-hmm. and I think Green is kind of trying to cash in on some of that same nostalgia for these you know, what almost like standard like songs. Uh, you know prom songs from the 50s or what have you yeah yeah but but i love it i really i really think it's fun as as all get out yeah for real um yeah yeah i i totally agree uh, and and i yeah i've got nothing else to say about it i i was hoping this would be a bigger hit than it appears to be at this point yeah since they released this single i think i think if it if it got the same exposure the other singles got this would almost certainly be the biggest hit but I think it ought to be. It's um, it's helplessly catchy, and I don't resent obvious. it. It's obviously the catchiest. It seems to me like it's got to be the catchiest on this album to anyone, you know. But I mean, maybe maybe I just have weirdly different taste. Well, you know, it's so interesting, man. And, and this kind of leads into our next track here. Is I, mm-hmm. I for even people, you know, some people don't like this album. Some people like it. Some people think it's just okay. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. The thing I've mm-hmm. noticed is is no matter how you feel about this album as a whole people do not agree song by song it is very <laughs> individualistic you know interesting yeah and, and I, so for that with that having said that i'm very curious what you think of this next song track five i was a teenage teenager <laughs> which is a fucking hilarious title <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. I know. I just think it's so fucking stupid, that, honestly. Oh, see, this is what I was afraid of. What? This is what I was afraid of. I really like this song. I mean, I'll say I like this song if the lyrics didn't exist. If it was an instrumental, I would if like the lyrics this song. didn't exist, <laughs> like so you don't like this, this song. song. No, but the thing is, I like this song if it weren't for the lyrics. You know, that's totally valid. But the There's... lyrics do kind of fucking ruin it. Like, I don't know. None of it makes much sense. I was okay. a teenage teenager, full of piss and vinegar. Living like a prisoner. Like a prisoner for haters. Okay, and Colin, I, I'm gonna give you this. Okay, I think this is a fucking huge hook. I think this is a massive hook. I think this hook is killer. But okay, I will agree I with you. The one thing that I hate is the haters, and I've said it so many times before. Greener needs to knock off all this losers and haters, all that <laughs> shit. They need to abandon that. Because can they I really uh, do. can I pitch this to you? Yeah, is is I think if they had made changed haters to ages, I think it would have fixed everything. My my only issue here is I was a teenage teenager full of piss and vinegar, living like a prisoner of haters, which or is it four haters? Makes four haters, four haters, right? That makes no sense. Prisoners no, of yeah. haters actually makes more sense. Prisoners for haters makes no sense, but living like a prisoner for ages. That's Maybe. that's nice and British sounding. It'd that be would better. be great. It'd be better. Don't get me wrong. And that's how teenagers still, feel, right? They're like, I'm stuck still. in this prison forever. That's how they I feel. Mean, yeah, I guess that would fit because that's the only thing I don't like is the word haters. I and then really... my life's a mess and school is just for suckers. Like, I'm into that. That's teenage. Come on, Billy, you're like you're like forty something, dude. I was a teenage teenager. Okay, well, okay. So here's what the band said about this. All right, Colin. Just hold yeah, your horses, okay? Okay. Mike, okay? Mike said about I was a teenage teenager, he said, I was seven years horny. Not infrequently, I still feel like a teenager. I was terribly stubborn. As for the girls, hey, I didn't get it right. They just didn't want to meet me. The youth was a constant struggle, a constant feeling of inadequacy. I had no talents and could not reasonably illuminate or glorify my existence in any way. Then Trey added, and no matter how old you are, this teenage brain never completely regresses. <laughs> then Billy chimed in. All three guys got in on this one. Uh-huh. I wanted to write a song about what it is like to grow up as an ordinary guy. There are so many extreme teenagers in art, whether it's werewolves, anarchists, or vampires. Almost all of them are really stupid boys and girls out there. Many of them a little on the looser side. And... So yeah, I, I I like they're just trying to write about like a and a lot of this album's writing about like if I was a loser teenager, how would I be feeling? And I mean I I guess. I don't know. I just think this one's just not well written. I think they use the same the lines over and over and they're not very clever and interest or interesting. I really and, like uh, this song. And I think the title is fucking stupid. No, again. the title's hilarious. It's funny but stupid. No, you know? Green stupid. Funny. All my complaints about Green Day were that they oh they don't have their sense of humor anymore. Or they're being too serious. Well, but this I think they've gone too far the other way. But I'd say this is a very funny album. There's a lot of there. There's a sense of humor to this. There is. There I is. was don't a teenage wrong, teenager. Is. Like that's 
fucking hilarious. That's so goofy. That's so fucking goofy. It's it's not yeah, goofy. I don't know. It's, it's just hilarious. it's just too much. Okay, That's whatever, so funny. whatever. I will say it's it's got a good melody. Um, it's catchy, and the bassline is fun. You know, like I like the bassline, which I, which I, is I, a consistent theme in this whole album. I would say. I wish th- I wish they'd added more guitar to the second verse. I think that would have really helped it feel more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, like a different riff, a different strum riff or something over that bass line to kind of kick it up a notch. But I'm sorry, mm-hmm. every time that hook kicks in, I'm just like pumped. I think that's a great hook. I mean, you don't you own. don't have to agree. I'm just saying <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine, Billy. Let's let's mosey on. Let's mosey on. Come on, maybe we'll agree with this next one. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Here's <No>. track six: <laughs> stab you in the heart. And oh boy, uh, this song makes me want to stab myself in the heart. Oh shit, okay. I mean, I won't act like this is one of my favorites, but I, I think it's kind of catchy. Oh, Colin. how did I and know just that like you a, would like this one? Oh, and it's geez. just like a classic, it's just a classic Billy Joe, like, absolutely hating someone song all right so once again what you're hearing now is the same riff out of fuck time fuck time (laughs) has two riffs in it okay the first riff they repurposed for father of all i think that's very effective i think that's good i'm for it the second riff is just blatantly fuck time i hate i hate it so much not only that it's a classic rock riff we don't need to hear this riff anymore (laughs) um uh, yeah, I, I mean, and on top of that, this song is pretty much a ripoff of Little Richard's 50s track, Tutti Fruity, if you've ever heard that. I don't know. I feel like I have, but I, I can't think of it right now. I mean, you'd recognize if you heard I mean, you're listening to it right now, essentially. Okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not Roasted. much. Roasted. This Jesus. is the first song, when I, when I heard this, I, for one, I immediately identified Fuck Time. Which, by the way, I don't like fuck time. So like, either... I definitely hear the riff. There's no question I hear the riff. But again, like, it's not just fuck time. Like, that is a very common riff. Period. Like you were saying. Right, but they uh, know. They should know better. Yeah. If, if, I guess, if but there, if it's a fun riff, still, if there was I don't know. sixteen songs. Keep, yeah. Don't keep this one. Keep another one. Fair enough. But like, why is this better than Father of All? Like, I definitely like this more than Father of All. And they really? both are stealing. They're both stealing a riff. That's so. shocking to me, Colin. Yeah, no, it's way better than Father It's so I don't care for this at all. Um, (laughs) And I just think, I mean, overall, however you feel about either of these songs, I don't think they should be stealing from the trilogy. You know, if you're going to steal from something, don't don't take from something that was incredibly underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. I I guess there's no official note on when this track was complete, but I guess people have noted that it seems to be a reworked version of Billy's uh, work on the musical These Paper Bullets, which was a uh, Beatles-inspired musical, Uh, particularly the song You Broke My Heart that Billy wrote. Hmm. So this seems Hmm. to be an updated version of a song he'd already written. Okay, interesting. (gasps) Excuse me. Um, Yeah, so, so for a lot of reasons, I don't... This is probably my least favorite song on the album. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I re- well, I don't care for this song at all. And, and yeah, it's all about a what a, a guy catching his wife cheating and wanting to stab him in the stab heart. Stab her in the heart. Yeah. So it's very aggressive, very violent. I, yeah. I, a lot. Yeah. I'm not into that. 
Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'm not going to try to defend it. I don't think it's a great song, but I still I still kind of enjoy it. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And, and by uh, the way, you know, I described last week dancing around with my fiance, listening to this at midnight in our apartment. Mm-hmm. I danced. I danced this to stab you in the heart. I'm not going to lie. Like it's a. It is. <laughs> I, I will say this. I will say this for stabbing the heart. It's 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 a fun like rock. Stand, you know, it's a throwback to classic rock in many ways, right? Little Richard and and others. I'm sure. Yeah. But it is it is effectively danceable. It's effectively catchy, and yeah. I I do like it a lot more than fuck time. I will say that. I I will say both father of all and stab you in the heart they they're stealing from fuck time but i dislike fuck time more than either of these songs so i think they are at least improving on the shit that they're taking you know yeah 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 i don't have a transition man i'm just curious to hear what you think about track seven here (laughs) we've been on an opposite tear here haven't we? i know i know i'm two ends of the spectrum let's let's hop into track seven sugar youth Now I like this intro with the guitar. It's pretty simple, but I think I think it's enjoyable. I mean, I'll call it, I I really like this song. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. I fucking, I thought you were gonna hold it in a little bit longer no, than that. No, I fucking love this song. <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, I mean, I don't think it's it's bad, but and it's it's not at all bad. It's it's reasonable. It's pretty good. I think this is a fun ass um, song. I don't think it's great though either. Like, why do you think it's so amazing? I think if uh, we, we were talking just now about fuck time and Green Day taking riffs from others and riffs from themselves. I think if you're going to mm-hmm. reference yourself, this is the way to do it. With the, and it's dangerous, is a obvious mm-hmm. she's a rebel call out, right? That's the exact mm-hmm. same melody, refrain, and lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And what's more, the I believe there's a reference to Peacemaker, which... Uh, oh, is there? Yes, which which is fantastic. Where's that? I've got I've got a fever I've got a fever a non-believer and it's killing me from the first oh, verse. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, that's pretty cool. That makes me like this song a lot more actually. And so it's enough to recognize if you're a fan, but it doesn't detract mm-hmm. at all from the song, right? It's yeah, actually really yeah, that's a, fun. Yeah, that's a well done callback. Yeah. What's um, What's more, I love Trey's work overall. This album, I think Trey's actually a standout. I think he shows that he can adapt his drumming styles to newer trends. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's particularly noted in his hi hat work, when he when he's doing the double time on the hi hats, which is something he doesn't usually do. I think it's just mm-hmm. fantastic. I, I think he's he uh, of everyone in the band. I think he's actually adapted the best to this to the modern times. Interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to pay more attention to the drumming throughout this album next time. I don't think I was paying a whole lot. Yeah, of no. The second verse, but, he like kicks it up. It's great. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I will say like the melody is super catchy on that song. I, I really enjoy it. Really, what was detracting in the, previously to me was the lyrics. I didn't really get them and thought some of them were kind of lame. But I think I think it helps knowing that there's like there's callbacks in there and, and uh, yeah. I don't. I'll give it another chance. I don't want to be a Romeo. Oh, I think it's great. I don't. I don't want to be Romeo. I, I, I fucking I like love that, that sentence. I like that line. Yeah, that's I a good lo- line. I really like this song. Um, and it's one it's one minute fifty four seconds. So even 
like a lot of these songs, I think they're helped by their brevity. And, and I think that's a new skill that Green Day's developed. You know, that they mm-hmm. you typically do songs, I would always think, like one chorus too long. Mm-hmm. You know, repeat things one too many times. And and Sugar Youth, it's it's you blink two, you know, not even two minutes later, you're out with this yeah. this catchy little bubblegum in your head. So Yeah. I'm all for it. I actually think that's, again, I think it's a highlight on the album. That's fair. That's fair. I think you, you actually very much convinced me on this song um, oh. just now. So, well, God, yeah. God bless me, then. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm very about it all of a sudden. Speaking of high lights, what about this next track? Junkies on a high. Track eight. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to go out and say it this time. It's going to be me. I really like this song. Well, I think God, this, I mean, it's not like my favorite or anything, but it's like, it's up there for me. It's it's one of my favorites. It's The bass is like weird and really cool. And the rhythm is just like slow. And I don't know. It's like vibing. I don't know what it is, but like well, I always have my head like bobbing in a really weird way to this. I'll tell you what it is, man, and this is again why I strongly disagree with that poster that they the ad they have. This is a hip hop beat. This is this has got hip hop sensibility to it, though. Like like that, you know, Trey on the hi hats. You can hear him playing around a bit. Again, what I was talking about with Don Sugar Youth. This feels like them trying to adapt to the modern sense, and and again, I love it. I I think this is like better than Troubled Times, but in that same vein where they're trying to kind of have a drop, an instrumental drop, and yeah, th- that has it's very rhythmic, and you can bob your head to, and feels very heavy. Mm-hmm. And and I That's think the this song word, heavy, yeah, yeah, this song checks all the boxes for me. It does, it does. Um, and oh my god, I just gotta say the there's this reference to oh yeah in this song too, and uh, I think the line is let's see, my name is nobody, my pride is my pornography. Kool-Aid's my motto. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. A, that's a joke, I just thought, right? That's that's funny, but like in a good way. Like it doesn't detract from the song. It's just clever and funny. Yeah, it was good. I really enjoy it. And again, I think that's kind of what some like. I was missing the Green Day uh, sense of humor. And, yeah. and it, it's yeah, on full display that. here. That's that's clever. Again, I know you don't like I yeah. was a teenage teenager, but I think that's Yeah, I guess teenage teenager hilarious. I don't think is clever. I guess that's maybe the problem. Whereas this one it seems a little I don't know. A little more interesting. Well, teenage teenager, you I mean, I this is so condescending, but like you get it, right? Like it's like everyone goes, Oh, I was a teenage this, I was a teenage that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I was a teenage like, teenager. I was, yeah, just a normal teenager. Yeah, yeah I know. I get that. I, I love. That. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I just, know. I, I know just don't think it. that's very clever. That's I guess. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm a dummy, but I, I love that. Um, that's fine. That's fine. But Junkies on a high here. I think it fucking slaps hard. It really does. This is definitely one of the best songs. I think on the, songs. the lyrics too are dope. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, yeah. There's several references here, but but you know. Um, Rock and roll rivalry. I'm scared the next mm-hmm. one might be me. Heaven's my rival. Or I, I messed that up a little bit, but you know what I'm saying? That the heaven's my rival, yeah, yeah, the yeah. next one might be me. And that's Billy just being like, you know, I the way I've lived, uh I you know, I, I should be dead. 
I could be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I hear about a musician or a rock star dying, I go, oh, it's the like, next one could be me. me. Yeah. Yeah. And the song is called True. Junkies on a High. You know, and yeah. it's like, let's watch yeah. the world burn. And it's essentially like, let's, then, the, you know, talking about, let's just relax, reflect on myself and, and just get high while the world burns. Yeah. And <laughs> that's exactly right. Not to be alarmist or anything, but the past, you know, few months, a uh, <laughs> few weeks, the last few days, there's just a lot going on where this song actually brings me some comfort where you go like, hey, all you can do is ch-. like, like, I mean, sit back uh, and watch it, sit back and watch. Right. And and I think the, yeah. the, the driving force of this song is like, hey, maybe the junkies had it right. You know, mm-hmm. it's all fucked. Yeah. All you do is get high. You can just get high and watch it happen. Cause yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the you know the idea of subscribing to this world might be too much it's it, it's yeah. it's all burning around us and that's very <laughs> pessimistic i'm not saying i endorse that necessarily yeah but I, it's just an interesting i like view yeah uh, and whatever. it makes for a fascinatingly fun song uh it does yeah my, my, and i also my pride sorry, is my that? pornography like like oh. that's a to me that's a revelation <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. So I, I think I think it's it's bold. Yeah. It's a bold one for sure. Um, I was just gonna say I fucking love the melody. Um, I don't know if you'd call this a chorus. It's hard to even determine what's verse and what's chorus in this song. Um, but I love the the subdivision smile and then drink it in, dumb it down, suck it up. Like the way he sings yes. that. The melody in this part of the song is just to die for. It's so good. I completely agree, man. No, I love yeah. this song, and it sounds huge. It just sounds huge. I, I, I know, I, yeah. Yeah, Junkies on a High is, is a highlight for me. It gets Absolutely. me pumped. Um, yeah, it's something that, again, it, it's. I, I feel like this is a great example of Green Day adapting to the modern world, the modern rock sensibility. I almost wish that they had leaned further into this with the mm-hmm. rest of the album. For instance, "Stab You in the yeah. Heart" is such a throwback rocker. And I think we we know that you've 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 done it. You don't need to do it anymore. This album, as much as they're trying to be like, oh, this is pure uncut rock and roll, it's not. Mm-hmm. Listen to the like the the beats on Junkies on a High, right? You know, right. like oh, no trap beats. I'm like, yeah, but you're still doing hip hop beats. You're acting, you know, like you're you're still trying to expand your sound and modernize <laughs> your audience, yeah. Which is great. That's fine. That's there's no blame for that. That's what bands have yeah. to do. Yeah, but embrace change, right? Yeah, like in, yeah. I think this is a fantastic melding of genres and and an update on like I think you know you can hear like some network influence here. You can hear some mm-hmm. Foxborough Hot Tubs influence in this album. I, I want more of that. I want Green Day playing with electronics. I'm actually I'm like fuck it, just go for it, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd be very curious to see what they turned out. So sure. And and again, I and think. And who knows? Maybe with the ne- maybe with the next uh, next piece of work they put out, they will. You know, hey, I, could, I could definitely see them going further this direction. I, God willing, I think that would be the smartest thing they could do. Honestly, I think it would be too. Yeah, I, I think, mean, for for a band that spent their whole career just being inventive every album, like they really should go a new direction. I think. Well, because I think you know, uh, Travis Barker, fantastic drummer of Blink One Eighty Two, who's who produces mm-hmm. a lot of hip hop records himself, and is oh, considered one yeah. of the you know. Uh, he'll perform with Little Wayne and stuff. He's one of the preeminent, I'd say, r- physical rock drummers who's really highly regarded in the hip hop community as well. 
you know, I, this this junkies on a high makes me feel like, oh, well, Trey could make that transition too. I don't think he'd ever mm-hmm. want to or would, but it yeah, just shows yeah. me that like this is also within his wheelhouse. And I and again, it's his hi hat work. I love yeah. seeing him play with these new styles and expanding his kind of genre uh right. reach outreach it's great boy yeah i'll really have to check out more of the bit ba- or the the drums as i as i listen to this in the future i i don't yeah i don't think i've paid enough attention no i yeah i think trey's mvp of this album honestly yeah okay, I, cool. I really yeah, do yeah well well baby shall let, we let's move on to track nine here of course i'm worried about this one. <laughs> oh, bo- oh okay oh, let's just get into it then this is take the money and crawl um, kind, of right intro, kind of this yeah, slow, slow intro kind of this slow intro and honestly this is the only quiet moment on the album you know pretty much they, they don't and really it's have kind of surprising any... considering the rest of the song too yeah it kind of sounds like an old pirate shanty for a second and then it just yeah. kicks in mm-hmm. it, this is almost something that they, they, where they're trying to trick you to turn it up right and then you turn it up and then yeah. it just kicks in <laughs> maybe that's yeah maybe that's the idea I don't know anyway this song is I don't know it's just straight boring like huh. I don't really, I don't really like the the, the instrumentals or the melody at all. Uh, the lyrics, I frankly, I just don't really get. I guess it just seems like a lot of buzzwords pushed together. Um, but you know, that's just me. What do you think, Chris? Uh, again, I really like this song. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I really, Why? I I really like this song. I think it's this is more more the Billy I want. The, the idea of doing these like love songs and these dance songs and just wanting to party and have a good time. I think why I like Junkies on a High and Take the Money and Crawl is that they're like, and Father of All to accept, they're spitting indictments of our current culture. And Billy kept being like, oh, we don't want to talk about Trump. We don't want to talk about politics. You know, it's just gross to me at this point. And I kind of yeah. like, dude, what the fuck? Like, that's what we wanted out of you. You know, yeah, like this is the time. Yeah, like the Bush years look positively peachy right now. Yeah, oh, true. Gr- oh, Green Day's putting out a new album. Everyone says they go. Oh, well, I can't wait to hear them like eviscerate Trump. And now he's going. <laughs> like, no, we don't really want to do. It's like, dude, read the fucking room. We need that right now. <laughs> You're putting out a dance record. You know, like at the exact wrong time. No one wants to go to a sweaty club to be compressed with a bunch of different people right now you know no yeah, one no one yeah. wants to be dancing they, they're shivering in quarantine this is a scary ass time uh we need angry billy we need a billy joe who's going to take on the issues and that's i think in large part why i like this song okay take the money and crawl yeah i did not get that vibe at all but yeah please take explain. the money and crawl i mean it's because it's the expression is take the money and walk right mm-hmm. and this is hey bitch take the money and crawl and it's okay. it's a spitting indictment of capitalism, and, and and just the state of our world right now. Um, Is it? Well, to to prove my point, sweet Colin Brady, mm-hmm. dear cousin mm-hmm. of mine, this song was originally titled "Art of the Deal with the Devil," oh, which is of course a reference to Donald Trump's book, "The Art of the Deal." Which mm-hmm. he will never stop bragging is like the top bestseller next to the Bible and blah 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 blah. And art of the deal with the devil. I mean, who do you think the devil is there? And it, it, it's like, you know, it's very, it's a kind of a fast Motown song. It's, it's got this real driving riff and driving rhythm to it. But it's, you know, 
I don't give a fuck. You can suck my cock. Take the money and crawl. Uh, 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 uh. It's it's really. I mean, it's just yeah. it's just how now, it's the evil of money. It's the evil of our current state, and that how this attitude has given us our current political situation. Okay, yeah. With that context, I do appreciate the the uh, intention of the lyrics and, and the vibe, I guess. But it doesn't really change the fact that you, I at least I could never figured that out if I had not known that that's what it was originally called. First of all. Well, I will say I had all those thoughts. The music's just not that good. What's that? I oh, I was say I had all those thoughts with before I knew that that was the original title. You did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I'm I'm probably just a big old I'm just a big old dummy. Suck my cock. (laughs) Take the money and walk and take the money and crawl. You can suck my dick. Like that's 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 pretty clear. I think that's. (laughs) I guess sounds like you got Trump on your mind all the time. Anyway. I get well. I I just think it's it's it's. I mean, it's about more than him. It's about the attitude uh, that, that money, like that money, money talks, rules. bullshit walks. Uh, you know, right, to use right, another right. expression, and, yeah. and basically saying, I mean, what would you do for money? And and how people will compromise themselves for money. Take the money and crawl. You know, get beneath me. I, mm. I'll throw money at this problem to make you go away. Yeah, and it's disgusting. Yeah. You know, and so many people conduct themselves that way. The, I guess the official story is they said the lyrics talk about a narrator hired to kill for their employer's personal gain so they can get money mm-hmm. for their own benefit. Okay. So, so it's just like, would you, for, you know, instance, people who are, are you willing to kill for money? Right. That's, yeah, yeah. That's a take the money and crawl type moment. Okay. You don't have to like it. I'm just saying this is the ideas they're playing with. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're right. I like it a lot more knowing that, but I would never figure that out on my own. And I still don't think the music is any good, the instrumentals or the melody. Um, That's fine. I like which, it. I which think is it's a, a big, Which is a big problem for me, but yeah. The going on a bender with the guitar matching. I enjoy it. I And I I like the... um. Oh, like they got that like foghorn almost to the, the hook there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, Green Day, I think adapting to the modern sensibility. I'm for it. I suppose so. I like them okay. trying new things as long as yeah. their heart is in the right place, as long as they're putting their anger and energy where they should. I feel like this song does that. Okay, that's fair. It's that's only fair. when I feel like they're phoning it in and not really in, engaging that I get annoyed. Yeah. 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 But uh, oh, I, I mean, okay. I, and, and I guess those themes kind of carry over a little bit to this next song, the last song, if you can believe it. Mm-hmm. Only Gra- track 10. Track 10, Graffitia. I was thinking it's Graffitia for some reason. Oh, <laughs> Graffitia. I think now that you say it, though, I think I'm wrong. Because it's Graffiti, <laughs> right? So I thought it was Graffitia. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that's that the makes town. Way more sense. It's called Graffitia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I will anyway. say, when you type in Graffiti a Green Day, a bu- it will autocorrect it to Graffiti Green Day, and it's just a bunch of Green Day graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hard song to look for. Um, this song, to me, sounds like a combination of a million different songs that are n- not Green Day. I feel that. I definitely feel that. I like All throughout this song, I kept thinking, what is that from? Like yeah. Everything seems like it's from something. That said, I think it's awesome. I think the bass line is sick. The melody is sick. The music is very enjoyable. And the lyrics top it all off, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. What do you What do you think, Chris? 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I think it's driving. I think this this uh, post-chorus part, the, it's the perfect mm-hmm. crime, that whole melody, I cannot place yeah. it, but it is from something. So, and I, and I actually have a list here of songs that I think this is this song is referencing in its composition, but mm-hmm. but that that one I'm still unable to place. Uh, so, if anyone knows what this sounds like, please comment. Please let us know. It's driving me insane. Um, <laughs> before I list off the influences and ruin the song forever, uh, if, if you haven't noticed them, or, or maybe you like that sort of thing, but but this song is about uh, Billy. So. Billy Joe said it was about the political contents in here, uh, but it's more subtle. The song Graffitia is about factories that were closed in the Rust Belt in the USA and about black male teenagers who are being shot by police officers in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So I, again, I'm not sure how those two ideas connect necessarily, but there it is from the horse's mouth. He's stating that that's the intent. And if you, if you look at the lyrics in that, context you can definitely see it yeah yeah it's yeah it's kind of hard to really come up with a overall idea that this song is trying to get across but somehow yeah the vibe feels right <laughs> if that if that makes any sense yeah oh i and by the way but i don't i don't know the, the part that i i like noticed in particular for whatever reason is just like another one down at the mining town are we the last forgotten um and yeah, it just seems like he's like referencing how all these people in middle America and these dead end jobs feel like they're, you know, alone, basically, you know, no one, no one remembers them at all. I mean, perhaps it's too bold of me to say, but I, it could be interpreted that, you know, it's the, the average Trump voter who is still feeling left behind. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, I think so. You vote for the guy who says he cares about you and hears you. But he's this rich piece of like he has no idea what you go through, and it's yeah. it's the it's the moment of realizing that, and perhaps that is connected to the, you know, black male teenagers being shot in Chicago. Is it's these groups who are so different, but are perhaps in many ways going through the same struggle of being forgotten, and completely mm-hmm. overlooked, uh, and it's a bunch of people being like, "Hey, we hear you, we hear you, we hear you," but no one actually does or does anything to to look out for them. I think that was the perfect way of describing it, Chris. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Yeah, that's all I can get out of it. Um, it is catchy. It's catchy. I, I, I like the the production on it's kind of fun. It sounds a little like eighties ish almost. There's there's a little bit of like a um, Huey Lewis in the news almost. It's like there's like a, the synth mm-hmm. the synth in the riff type thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that, uh, which is fun. Again, I'm for that. I'm for Green Day playing around with new instruments and new right uh arrangements <laughs> okay and i i only just saw this written but i swear to god even before i was thinking this had some serious bruce uh bruce springsteen vibes on it yes and so, you, so let I, me i see i'm gonna okay, run yeah, through please, this list please. i'm gonna run through this list because because basically during my it is driving me crazy what the and graffiti and hallelujah it's a perfect crime that part is from something yeah. that melody is from something is it celine dion is it the beatles it could be anything i just know it's pure pop and i'm i can't identify it it's driving me crazy but here are the ones that i w- was able to nail down just based on comments from other people and just my own thoughts mm-hmm. uh this song that that uh and graffiti uh, part has a lot of melancholy hill by the gorillas in it 
that it, it's a sped up melancholy hill melody if you okay. listen to it think about that if you're okay. listening to the progression and the melody uh, of the the verse into the main chorus you're going to hear a lot of born in the usa by bruce springsteen Mm-hmm. This is essentially just just a swing version of you know born in the USA's straight straight four four. Mm-hmm. I was you know and the drums are just straight and this one's going. But it's the same progression. It's just adding that bit of a swing to it, the swing mm-hmm. to the rhythm. Yeah, um, yeah that extra. Note. It's not playing straight. Yeah, exactly. Also, I fought the law by the Clash. Which Green Day have covered themselves. A fantastic oh cover. Gosh. It's the same progression. You can huh. sing I Fought the Law along to this song perfectly. <laughs> and believe me, oh I Oh my have. god, yeah, I'm doing it in my head and I'm realizing you're yeah. right. It's exactly the same. It is uncanny. And then also, I didn't know this song too well, uh, but Hammer to Fall by Queen. Also, I song at all. look it up if you have the time. Same progression. Okay. Similar melody. Interesting. Okay. Again, I haven't nailed that graffiti, that that post-chorus part. Mm-hmm. I know there's more influence. Like I know, I, and basically, people go, "Oh, well, progressions are progressions. You know, it's gonna, some of them are going to be the same." That's fine. Yeah. I agree. I know. I understand. But there's a certain tone about this song that I think if you look up all of those songs, you're going to hear those influences strongly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to the point that I enjoy this song. Uh, it's catchy. It, it gets in my head, but this is probably my second least favorite song on the album because it just wow. its influencers are are so on its sleeve that it's hard mm. for me to just enjoy it as an original Green Day song. I keep hearing okay. other songs in it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's uh, fair. How, that's, how that's do you feel at the end of the day about Graffiti, Colin? At the end of the day, I still like it. Um, in fact, I almost think it's kind of impressive that they're able to fit that many songs. I mean, especially Born in the USA and I Fought the Law. Both of those, I think, are very obvious to me that they are in the song. Yeah. And I believe those other the, those other few that you mentioned, too, I, even though I, I can't uh, picture exactly where it's at. Um, but I almost think it's kind of impressive to get a like fully formed song that really, really sounds like all of these other songs at the same time. You know, I'm almost like impressed with that. Like I, in in the sense, like that's a whole another style of writing a song. You know, like that's cool to be able to steal um, that much. Is to, impressive. to be able to steal all that much in the same song. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> like just writing like a, a parody practically like is different, but but basically like mashing up like four different song four plus songs uh like all together, you know, not really like sections of songs. It's not a medley, it's like really a mashup. I I don't know. It's interesting. I think it's it is cool. it really is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I it's not my favorite just because of all the reasons I listed. But again, I don't I don't right, hate yeah. it. I do not hate it. But uh yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not my favorite closer, that's for sure. Um, oh yeah, well, how could it be? And that, folks, it's short, but that was it. That's father of all motherfuckers. That was yeah. Twenty. That's twenty six minutes, twelve seconds of of new Green Day. How do you feel? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Though. Um. With that said, Chris, uh, what would you? What would you keep? What would you cut? How would you rearrange it? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's something I would I would say. This is what I was going to pitch out to you earlier, and I forgot. Um, okay. But but it's it's perfect for now. 
uh, as, as I'll, I'll, we'll go through one by one in a second, but as far as rearranging goes, I just think it was kind of not a fantastic idea to have, and this was by design on their part, I just don't agree with it, to have the first four tracks be the first four the, singles in the I was order the that you heard them. Thing. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. It actually. just cuts out your enthusiasm the, the, from under you the minute you're hearing this album. Because yeah. it, it's You've clock strikes it. midnight, whatever. You're hearing this album for the first time. You're all excited. You're like, okay, Father of All. Okay, well, I heard that a million times. Okay, Fire Radium. Yeah. Yep, yep, I know that one. Okay, oh yeah. Okay, yep, oh yeah. And then and then finally, after three tracks, we get to something new. Meet Me on the Roof. And then, and then, mm. and then after that, you know, there's only, what, six tracks, seven tracks that you haven't heard? After, right, after right. slogging through three that you're very familiar with and... Again, I, I yeah, I think that kind of cuts out the enthusiasm. You want to be, oh, okay, Father of All is the lead single. That's the lead track. Okay, but then second track is something you haven't heard before, right? Yeah, and then you go, oh, yeah, you get kind of I excited. Agree. And you have mm-hmm. the singles inter, interspersed between there, kind of sprinkled yeah. in the album. If they're all yeah, in a row, I, you, you kind of lose some enthusiasm that first listen, which is so important. I, I think I agree about where you place your singles, but I think more importantly, they should have simply picked different singles, you know? Um, I think the track listing order is probably fine, but I think picking different singles is critical. Like, I think the first two singles are just not good picks, frankly. And you're talking about um, Father of All and Oh Yeah, or Father of All, Fire Ready Aim? Uh, Fire Ready Aim. Yeah. Father of All and Fire, Fire Ready Yeah. Um, I think Meet Me on the Roof just seems obvious to me that should have been the lead single. Like, I do not get why it was not. Uh, yeah, it just seems like clearly the catchiest. Like, that's going to get the most people interested right away. Um, I'm with you. I, I think know. they should have, even if not the first, the second, I think that should have come very, out yeah, before the, the album least. came out. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. And, and past that, I, I think I could see... Um, it's sort of a weird pick, but I, I think I could see Junkies on a High actually as a single too. God bless you. Me uh, too. Awesome. Yeah. That would, because that would, yeah. that feels more modern. It feels more updated, but it's also got edge. It does. It's got edge. It does. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. Yeah. Not from you too, but it's got edge. And I think that's, <laughs> yeah, like that, that was kind of needed. They're, they're yeah. either doing the, the, you know, Meet Me on the Roof is Bubblegum Pop and mm-hmm. Junkies on a High is, is, poppy and and almost hip hoppy but it, it's got edge and it's got that green day danger it does that's it does. really it's important perfect combo yeah yeah um, um, should we just go through one by one and see what we yeah what let's we think? let's do that yeah so father of all motherfuckers first track father of all motherfuckers uh i would keep I would it cut it god motherfucker you father yeah. of all motherfuckers okay fine <laughs> uh fire ready aim i would keep as well I'd cut that too. God damn, this is just a, this is a what's it called? The Red Wedding? Game of Thrones? Um, I've never seen it. Uh, oh, yeah. I would keep it. Interesting. You would cut it at this point? At this point, I might cut it. I, again, I, wow. I wish I could edit it. And maybe I will. Maybe that's something I'll do with my, I'll, I'll hop on Logic and edit this. I'll just edit out the oh, yes. <laughs> I like every single thing except the oh, yes in the context of how they came to be. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I'm uh, conflicted on that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't I, I, really I, say. I get you for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, track four, uh, "Meet Me on the Roof," though. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I love that. It. I love that. I keep it's that. Um, fucking fire, straight fire. I was a teenage teenager. I would keep for days. 
I would cut it. That's you know, <laughs> it's it's hard to be wrong. Um, stab you in the heart. I would obviously cut. Um. Mm. Oh, Colin, that shouldn't be. I mean, come on, man. I'll probably cut it, even though I kind of like it. I mean, I would cut it by way of stabbing it in the heart. <laughs> I gotcha. I you gotcha. know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, sugar youth. Wait, where did we land on that? You, you know, would cut it or you, you would know, keep you it? You know, you swung me around on that one. I think I would keep it now. Sugar youth. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Me too. Oh, wait, where did you land on stab you in the heart? I actually think I'll cut it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I won. Okay. Yeah. Sugar- but only barely, but only barely. <laughs> All right. You would like, you would like graze it on the heart. You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. stab it. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sugar youth. I would definitely perhaps. keep. I think sugar youth is a dope track. I really, really like sugar youth. Yeah, I'm uh, liking it a lot more. Than, okay, than, than and same thing for Junkies on a High. Really oh like it. Oh my god, that that shit is super good. Pure gold. Yeah, yeah. that's pure gold right there. Uh, Take the yeah. money and crawl. Track nine. I would cut it in a fucking heartbeat. Jesus Christ! Oh Lord, <laughs> no! I would keep it. I really like <laughs> maybe that one the too. worst song on this album. Actually. Are you kidding me? I'm serious oh my, right now. Overstab you in the heart. It's either that or fire ready aim. Probably yeah. this is what I'm saying. People, people cannot agree on this album. That's what's so funny to me. <laughs> Even amongst family and friends, it's like complete different tracks. It becomes war. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Graffiti uh, track ten. Oh, of course I'll keep that. Yeah. And you would keep that, okay? And I think I'd yeah. cut it. That's my. I oh, don't care for man. that song much. Yeah. We had nearly opposite track. Well, that's not true, but somewhat. No, all track, things considered, yeah, pretty different. That's weird. Oh man. I mean, yeah. I I guess with that said, overall Colin, how do you feel about the album? Uh, you know, I like it more than Revolution Radio, and so for that I am glad. And it's inter- <laughs> and it's interesting. It's novel. Like overall, yeah. like I yeah. I appreciate them for for trying. Uh, that said, like a lot of aspects surrounding the album, like not even the music completely although some of the music too just feels like they're trying like i said this earlier they're trying so hard not to try you know but it's like almost too like obvious that they're trying hard to do that you know i'm with you yeah yeah it it's uh and and just like yeah with the the way the album art looks and 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 the the poster all the unicorn shit and just like all the the way they've been acting and all the the public statements like it hasn't been horrible but i i don't really like it they seem kind of douchey um yeah, well, they seem entitled to this like rock stardom that they have, and which is true. They're one of the the biggest rock bands of of all time at this point. But true, true, true. Yeah, but I agree with you that the, there's a bit of humbling needed, where it's uh, and maybe these sales. I don't know the album's reception. I don't know how they're doing, how they're yeah. feeling about it all now that it's yeah. it's all come out. But you know, and, and and I know we'll talk more. There's a whole episode in our future about Panic Land, that band who made the fake Green Day album, and we're stoking all those rumors about the that that Green Day was trying to burn through their contract with this, and we're going to release their magnum opus oh, independently. That's right. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and there's a whole story there that we can talk about in a whole different episode. I want to get into that here, but I'll just say like fans were really willing to believe and wanted to believe that green day was else. cooking up something else yeah and when and the, frankly i'm in i'm in that boat too i was hoping for, frankly i was hoping for american idiot part two don't get right me wrong. oh and that's what i wanted <laughs> right and yeah and and this uh this is not that 
but it's a very no fun album. It's a very it fun, fun album. It's very danceable. It is this is probably their most dancey album, I think. Yeah, I listen. I I've, as I said, I've been listening to when I jog. Like it, it's good high energy. It get, can get mm-hmm. you pumped up. I'm I'm grateful for that. But I, I yeah, again, I do think it's as misreading the world, the room as in the world. Yeah, I think that's a very good way of putting it. And that people don't really want this out of Green Day right now. We actually could yeah. have really used more of the rage, more of the overt political statements, more of them doing. Yeah, exactly as you said, American Idiot Part Two. And yeah, and instead, it feels like they were kind of trolling people in a way. I'm like, ah, just kidding. It's like a, it's like a straight rock album, uh, you know, rock pop, dance mm-hmm. rhythm, some some straight up love song, some more angry rockers, but nothing really that are, is is breaking any new ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I think the closest is Junkies on a High. Honestly, I I think that's a direction mm-hmm. I'd like to see them I- go more. I think I'd agree, and yeah, as even though I think "Meet Me on the Roof" is probably my favorite on the album, I would I agree with you. I think they should go the junkies on a high direction if they if they can. And yeah, and to that point about "Meet Me on the Roof," I, I'd say that that's more Foxborough Hot Tubs, and, and a, a lot of it the, is yeah, a lot of the definitely. complaints here were just like, well, if they wanted to do Foxborough Hot Tub songs, just release a Foxborough album. Yeah, because so many of the the what feels like the throwback songs, including "Stab You in the Heart," which I don't like a lot, but is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know fuck time off dose was originally a foxborough song stab mm-hmm. you in the heart feels like a foxborough song meet me on the roof right, feels like right. a foxborough song yeah. you know even father of all could have been a foxborough song there's okay yeah maybe it, totally i think there's a lot of these vintage styles talking about like old soul or new soul pardon me exclamation yeah, point yeah and motown and stuff that that's the, that was the whole mission statement of Fo- of foxborough hot tubs so why not just do that uh, unfortunately, the expectations of a Green Day album are a lot different than a side project, mm-hmm. and yeah. and I think they they wanted to bridge the gap and be like, well, we can just be a fun pop band again. And people, I think, unfortunately, they because of the tremendous amount of their accomplishments, they can't really ever go back to just being like a band with songs. They're they're gonna right, they right. mean more to people. They've made amazing concept albums and then you kind of need to take responsibility for that so well i think half the songs on here and i by the way i think i like more of these songs than most people do on this album Mm -hmm. i am a i'm a fan of this album i listen to it a lot i enjoy it but i will say i do think there was some misguided attitudes about how that would be received on their part they can't uh green day isn't the let's just have fun and party band you know, they tried it out in the trilogy. It didn't really work. And I think they're trying it again yeah. here. And, and, uh, and in many ways, people have much better options to go for that type of music. They're going, oh, yeah. no trap beats. No, but it's like, well, actually, if I wanted to party, I'd probably put on some fucking trap beats, you know? <laughs> so if I'm listening to Green Day, I actually want some anger, some rock and roll, some mm-hmm. hardcore, uh, you know, uh, lyrics and ideas that are going to make me think. And um, yeah. Yeah. And like explore mental health, explore the darker side of things. Things are really bad right now and we'd love to hear from you Billy Joe. You know? Yeah. I want I, agree. I I want you you know, oh, I don't want to talk about Trump. It's like, well, I want you to. I want you to talk about how fucked everything is. It would actually make me feel better mm-hmm. to hear you. So, it's that that's my biggest disappointment in the album. Yeah. Having said that, I I like it a I lot. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 10, what would you give it? Out of 10. Mm-hmm. okay again this is a green day fan 
lifelong Green Day fan, Chris Britton, yeah. hosts the redundant, the totally original Green Day <laughs> podcast. Okay. So grain of salt. Okay. But I would probably give it a seven. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I think I'd give it a six. Okay. Yeah. Also fair, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a zero, though. <laughs> Not a zero. Not a zero. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. But we can only hope that Billy is listening in right now, and uh, perhaps he'll wow us with something something exceptionally impressive in the near future. Who knows? Well, yeah. Well, you know, the, the, we're going to keep going. We're, we've got more side projects, more stories to cover, Green Day related mm-hmm. and, and otherwise. But for one, God forbid Billy is listening to any of this. But if he were, I would say, like, <laughs> all I would say is thank you. You know, I, I love Green Day. I love what you've done. And and thank you, Billy, Mike, and Trey for like giving me so many years of like amazing music and satisfaction. And and even this last record, you know, yeah, I'm complaining because well, you've set such a high standard for yourself. And I, uh, that's true. You know, like yeah, I just I just I just really appreciate everything you've given to us. So yeah, thanks, Green Day, for real. Wow. That was that was very sweet. Yeah. Well, because I think it's like you know, it's like it's like Star Wars fans complaining about George Lucas. It's like, yeah, but he also gave you all the shit. Exactly. So shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, like, <laughs> it wouldn't exist without him. So just let's be grateful to have any of it, right? Uh, yeah. No. True. True. Um, so to the to the Godfather of uh of of my rock and roll relationship, as Billy Joe Armstrong, it's Green Day, mm-hmm. and you know, God bless you, sir. God bless you, everyone. <laughs> any last thoughts, my friend, Colin? I think we've do- just about done it. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm all good. How about you? I'm all good, man. I, I'm I'm really curious to see how this story develops. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, if they're going to release another single, if if the album's going to be looked on more favorably in time, or not. It's really you, hard I, to say. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's really hard to say at this point. And and, yeah. and you know, I'm I'm glad we took a few weeks to kind of sit with it. And I'm sure in a few more weeks, our, maybe our opinions will have changed in, in a month, in a year. Who knows if we're all still yeah. here, God willing, that, you, th- you know, who knows how this album will be looked at as part of the legacy of Green Day. Uh, yeah, I Especially agree. when they put out the new one. I find that Revolution Radio is looked back fondly, more fondly now. I see some people like, oh, I miss the Rev Rad days. I'm like, guys, what the fuck are you <laughs> talking about? Do you remember the Rev Rad days? Well, things weren't Trash. fantastic. You know, it, it was okay. It was just okay. So yeah. I'm curious when they release another album, if, you know, if if people were be like, oh, man, Father of All, that was a fun time. So, well, you know, who who the fuck knows? <laughs> people are fickle about this stuff. That's and, so true. And so am yeah. I. But yeah. I, I, I will say, at the very least, there are, I would say, five songs here. I am really happy to know. I'm really happy they released and I will be listening to for a long time. So, follow all, uh, yeah. you know, we got foam everywhere. Okay, sometimes you just got you, you 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 dive into the ocean. You, you just get foam all over yourself. Okay, that's the only way to do it. Uh, well, with that, oh wait, we don't have a farewell. Um, well, you know what? I think we should end with our classic farewell, Colin, since this is the okay. last official Green it's Day only album. Right. Yes, uh, I want to say thank you all so much for listening to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast, not just today, but throughout the discography. We, you know, listening, you commenting, you keeping us honest, it means everything. Uh, Of course, you can keep up with us on Podomatic.com, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. 
Uh, we're going to do an odds and ends episode, I guess, coming up pretty soon now for everything mm-hmm. we've missed, everything we've uh, goofed, just fun facts, singles what we have slipped by. Uh, you can write us at redundantgreendaypod at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out and just correct things directly to Colin on, on Twitter <laughs> or just check out uh, any any of the minimal Green Day stuff we're doing. But uh, what's that Twitter, Colin? <laughs> Uh, at Green Day Pod or uh, Redundant Colin, the totally original Green Day podcast. I love it. I live it. And I, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, d- just overall, thank you. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on on Father of All Motherfuckers. Yeah, reach out, comment. What do you think? Uh, I think we're kind of split down the middle a little bit. Yeah I, yeah. I think a lot of the fan base is. What are your thoughts? You know, I, I, I truly don't know. So, I yeah, let us know. In conclusion, my sweet boy. Mm. it's been it's been quite a journey colin it, it's been an honor going on it with you i want to thank you for for taking on this massive challenge with me oh thank you thank you chris i wouldn't want to do it with anyone else i feel that <laughs> i feel the exact same way my friend uh, <laughs> in conclusion it's something unpredictable but in the end it's right colin i hope you had the time of your life All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Remember to keep it on Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. Stay safe out there.